Are you addicted to social media? Whether you acknowledge your addiction or are in denial of this addiction, this is an episode you need to hear. Tune in and learn why anyone who uses social media is an addict, how the social media dopamine loop works and how it affects your content creation, how like culture is influencing your leadership, the toxic effects of comparisonitis, and six steps to break your addiction to social media. Now, exciting news. My new book, Potent Leadership, will be released on July 13th, 2021, with pre-sales starting next week on June 28th. Every single person on the book waitlist will be gifted with three bonus activation audios plus three training sessions with me. These are three live training sessions that will be hosted once the book launches, plus the opportunity to win a one-on-one coaching and mentorship session with me. All you have to do is add your name to the book waitlist today. And the website link for that is www.potentleadership.com. Or you can text hashtag potent leadership to 1781-336-0160. I also want to share something that I have totally been digging lately, and that's Raya Organic CBD products made by the creators of Symbiotica, which is another wellness brand that I absolutely love. Raya CBD products work insanely well. And unlike many CBD lines, and trust me, I've tried so many of them, Raya contains the cleanest, purest, and most bioavailable ingredients, making it incredibly easy for your body to assimilate and immediately relieve inflammation, ease ease your nervous system, and help you sleep through the night. I can offer you 15% off your entire order. All you have to do is head to RayaOrganics.com and enter the discount code A6 at the checkout. So go stock up on your CBD products. You can thank me later. And if you consider yourself to be awake and aware and a major truth seeker during, during these weird times that we are living in, and you want to talk more openly about what's happening in the world without the fear of being censored, then head to rubyframon.com forward slash awake dash aware to start receiving my awake and aware emails and join the awake and aware community on telegram at rubyframon.com forward slash telegram. Now, Whether you are a loyal listener, thank you so much, or brand new to the podcast, welcome. Please take a moment right now, just hit pause and download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. Every single rating, review, and download helps to get this podcast out to more leaders around the world. (sighs) Now it is time to break your addiction to social media. Beyond the narrative, underneath the veil of illusion and deep within your center, therein lies potent truth. Welcome to Potent Truth, 
where today's leaders, change makers, and light carriers come together to question the narrative, arrive at potent truth, and lead with sovereignty. What is potency? It's who you are beneath the masks, facades, and protective gear. It's the medicine humanity yearns for, cries out for, prays for, and needs. Your potency is what sets you apart, magnetizes your following, and creates movements. Join me, Ruby Fremont, for weekly guidance, channeled messages, and potent conversations that will take you on a journey of self-discovery. I am here to guide you to a place of unraveling the programming that's been keeping us stuck for generations, unlocking potent truth and expressing it through sovereign leadership. It's time for change. It's time for potent truth. Hey leaders, welcome to another episode of Potent Truth. God, I love saying that. It's just, if you're just joining and um, are new to Potent Truth, then you may not know, but I just recently underwent a massive evolution with the podcast, changing the name from today's thought leader to Potent Truth. And it just, it feels so damn good because it feels so damn aligned. So again, leaders, welcome to Potent Truth. Super grateful to have you here. Um, and today I want to dive into your addiction. And even if you don't think you have this addiction, just hear me out. Okay. Just, just hear me out. Keep an open mind because I assure you, this is something that more of us actually deal with than are willing to admit or willing to even look at. And it's your addiction to social media. Now, I want to preface this by saying I also have this addiction. And like many addictions, uh, we can break the addiction, but the, the possibility of us bringing that addiction back into our life is, is there. And that's what ha is happening with social media. So for me, yes, I am addicted to social media and yes, I am also constantly breaking that addiction. And I'm going to share the process of how to break your addiction with social media, uh, closer to the end of this episode. So, so stay tuned keep listening. But first I want to talk about the actual addiction because addiction can be something that is really hard for us to admit that we have, especially for those of us who have battled other types of addictions, such as myself, like addiction to drugs and alcohol. And once you've reached that place of sobriety, it can be tough to admit that you still have these other addictions in your life, but we do right? Like there's so many other things that we can become addicted to in our lives. It's not just drugs and alcohol or gambling and sex. It can be food. It can be television. It can be addicted to the thought of escaping. And so you use anything and everything to escape your life. It can be the internet. It can be social media. It can be your phone. There's so many different ways that we, um, there's so many different forms of addiction that we don't really talk about enough and social media. I know we do talk about a lot, but what we don't talk about is the reality, the truth behind it, why we have these addictions and how more of us than we'd like to admit 
actually suffer from an addiction to social media. So again, just hear me out, keep an open mind. Okay, let's start with the fact that social media is literally built to feed addiction. Like the way in which social media was built was so intelligently designed specifically to fuel addiction because they know the the people who built the biggest platforms, uh, biggest social media platforms in the world knew that if they could create an addiction, if they could feed, create an addiction and then feed that addiction for you, you would stay on their sites and then they can gather your information and make money that way. I mean, that, that was all described in the social dilemma. And I don't want to talk about that, but that is what, is happening. So social media is built to feed your addiction. The likes, the like button, the shares, the follows, all of these things fuel your basic human need for love and belonging, as well as your esteem needs. Now, if you're a human being, which I assume you are because you're listening to this podcast, you and I share the same basic human needs, um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I refer to Maslow a lot. I also refer to Maslow a lot in my upcoming book, Potent Leadership, which by the way, goes on pre-sale next week. And I'm so excited. Um, But anyways, we all share the same basic human needs and the likes, the shares, the follows, all of these things feed this basic human need for love and belonging, um, as well as our esteem needs, how we feel about ourselves. Every single notification that you get for a like, for a share, for a follow triggers the release of a neurotransmitter called dopamine, which makes you feel really fucking good. Now, we all have dopamine. Dopamine is released in a multitude of ways, including when we have sex, when we eat food that we crave or that we enjoy, or when we partake in addictive behaviors or in activities that bring us joy, um, when we work out, et cetera. Like this is a neurotransmitter that's released in in a lot of different ways, but when it's released, we experience those feel good feelings. Like we, it's very visceral. It hits us mentally and physically and emotionally, and we feel good. And with social media, we have the power to give ourselves dopamine hits with a quick tap of the thumb. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Just a quick tap of the thumb, and you can give yourself a hit of dopamine, which is why it's easy to create this addiction. Now, this is something that I call the social media dopamine loop. And I talk about this in greater detail in my upcoming book, Potent Leadership, which officially releases on July 13th. But the pre-sales, like I mentioned, the pre-sales are opening on Monday, June 28th, which is next week, my friends. So get on the wait list for that book. And by adding your name to the wait list, you're also going to get some bonus gifts from me, which include activation audios, as well as access to some free live training sessions that will be hosted directly with me. So head to potentleadership.com and enter your info there, or you can text hashtag potentleadership to 1781-336-0160. Now back to social media and your addiction. 
we all have this addiction. And like I shared, social media platforms are built to feed this addiction. So don't feel bad about this. I'm not saying all of this to, to make you feel a certain way. My intention is only to get you to a place where you can really acknowledge that you have this addiction. Okay. It's important to acknowledge that you have this because this addiction is impacting your content creation. The real question is how is your addiction impacting your content creation? Now, is your addiction influencing you to create and share content that simply keeps you feeling loved? Meaning, are you only creating content and sharing content as an attempt to keep yourself feeling loved by your audience? Or is your addiction influencing you to create and share content that fulfills your ego? Uh, Meaning you're creating and sharing content that boosts your self-esteem as an attempt to boost your self-esteem, your ego. Or are you aware of your addiction and are instead creating and sharing content that truly aligns with you and your truth despite this addiction? Now, think about it and be really fucking honest with yourself, like brutally honest with yourself. And again, no shame, no feeling bad about this. Simply observe and acknowledge because we all do this. We've all done this at some point in time. We all do this from time to time. Sometimes we get stuck in cycles of doing this, but we all do this. We can't avoid it. If you're on social media, you're using a technology that fuels addiction. It fuels addictive behaviors. Okay. If you think about gambling, for example, if you've ever been to a casino um, and you're not a gambling addict and you know, you, you play roulette or blackjack, or maybe just some of the slot machines just for fun, Um, I mean, the slot machine is a really good example because I love the slot machines. I'm not addicted to gambling, but when I get on the slot machine, I will feel that uh, when I'm trying to pull away, I will feel that voice inside saying, oh, but what if this next one is the winner? What if this next one is the winner? Keeping you from really moving out of that seat. So even though I'm not a gambling addict, I feel that urge when I'm at the salt machines. And I'm certain that if you've ever played around with some of the slot machines or other forms of gambling in Vegas or anywhere else, and you you don't see yourself as gambling addict, you felt that social media is the same way. So even if you are not a social media addict, social media fuels feelings of addiction. It can create addiction within you. And it sucks you in, in that way. So when you're creating and sharing content, really observe the type of content that you're creating. Is it coming from your true voice? Is it coming from your heart? Is it coming from your soul? Or is your addiction influencing the type of content that you're sharing and that you're creating? And what ends up happening is you're actually sharing and creating content that isn't really aligned with your truth. Now, the other thing that's important to understand is, is social media has created a like culture and we're all living it. 
prior to social media, there was no such thing as a like button. Like we literally have a button next to our posts, next to everything we share online that people can choose to tap, to quote unquote, like us, or even love us. Think about what that does to your psyche. Oh, someone liked my post, AKA someone likes me or someone loves my post. Someone loves me or someone didn't like my post or didn't love my post or they hit like and not love, you know, think about what that does to your psyche. So we're all living in this weird, fucked up like culture and you, you have the power to validate someone with the tap of your thumb and vice versa. Other people have the power to validate you with the tap of their thumbs. So to think that this is not impacting you in any way is incredibly naive. Again, social media is built to fuel addiction and this light culture that we're all living in right now, it has the power to influence your content, what you share, how much you share, how much you show up, how you speak, how you show up, how you label yourself, what you call yourself and who you be, all of which makes it so much harder for you to uncover your true voice and tap into your potency, your medicine, the medicine that you have to offer the world. Now you're either consciously or most likely unconsciously obsessed with getting positive social feedback. And again, I admit I am as well. And if you don't get it, if you don't get that positive social feedback, you start to feel like shit about yourself. And when you start to feel like shit about yourself for not getting the positive social feedback, you might start hiding from social media. You might start running away from social media. You might start wearing even more masks on social media or push even harder for those dopamine hits, which leads you to create more misaligned content. And maybe you're doing all of these things, hiding, pushing, dopamine inducing content, wearing more masks. I mean, all of this is just a vicious, vicious cycle that's leading you astray from your truth, from your voice, from your potency, from your magic, from your medicine. Now I am old enough to say that I grew up without internet. Uh, I believe internet came into my life around the age of, um, I mean, it was when I was a teenager, like maybe 13, 14. Um, prior to that, we just had like the Commodore 64, Atari. I mean, Nintendo came out. Um, in school, we used to play this game, educational game called Oregon Trail. Um, anyways, totally aging myself. But growing up without internet was such a gift because, um, you know, some, some definitions do describe me technically as a millennial, but I don't consider myself a millennial because I had the gift of growing up without internet. So I remember what life was without the internet, without cell phones, without pagers. I remember what that life was like. And when you remember what that life is like, it's, I, I personally believe it's easier to take breaks off of social media. It's easier to detach from social media because we remember those of us who do remember, we remember that life goes on without the internet and without our cell phones and without our devices. 
However, there are many of you who don't remember days without internet, who as a child, you had access to the internet. It might've been slow dial-up internet, right? But it was internet. Like it was there in your awareness. It existed. Um, you didn't have to use dictionaries and book encyclopedias to do your actual reports for school. Um, you didn't have to use a typewriter to write up your reports for school like I did. Um, but the existence and the existence of the internet and social media is, it is a gift, right? I've talked about this many times before. It's such a gift. We're able now to see what's happening in other places in the world that we never had access to. We're able to connect with each other in different ways, connect with people whom we'd never be able to connect with prior to the internet or social media. Um, but it's also impacted our mental health in such a negative way. You know, <clears throat> kids these days, and I have nieces and nephews and I see them and, and they're like, they can, it's like their lives revolve around what they see online, around TikTok, around these videos that they watch and YouTube. And we're experiencing more mental health issues in our world. I mean, obviously due to the planned pandemic that is currently taking place and a bunch of other things, but the internet and social media, social media, especially is, is really feeding uh, depression and anxiety. And it's also killing the art of socialization, like social media, social fucking media has become the killer of all things social, right? How many times have you gone to a restaurant only to look around and see groups of people, families, groups of friends sitting at one table, but all of them are on their phones, or maybe you've done that and you found yourself doing that. I mean, social media is killing our ability to be social and when it comes to mental health, let's address comparisonitis uh, or what I like to call comparisonitis. I talk about this in my book as well, but I want to talk about it here with you because this is something that is plaguing our collective and uh, your habit of scrolling is fueling toxic, toxic feelings of comparisonitis. And if you think you don't scroll or, or want to try and tell yourself that you don't scroll, I beg to differ. And I challenge that. Just think about the last time you were in a lineup for something. What's the first thing you do? Usually it's pull out your phone and start scrolling. Um, what's the first thing you do when you have extra time on your hands? Usually it's pulling out your phone and scrolling. Uh, <clears throat> it's a way that we check out from life, but every time you scroll, you're actually fueling these feelings of, of comparisonitis. If you've ever felt like shit about yourself after scrolling, that's a sign that you're suffering from comparisonitis. What you do is subconsciously you are looking at all these different profiles and posts from other people and storing them in your memory bank. And if you think this isn't impacting you, I'm telling you it is. I'm challenging your denial. Basically, I'm challenging it. We all do this. It's hard to not compare when our social media feeds are just filled with other people's shit. But what you have to remember is 
that the online world is not the real world. All you're seeing are people's highlight reels and curated content, like consciously, people are consciously selecting what they want to share online. They're not sharing everything. And usually people are sharing content to fulfill an identity that they choose to convey. And you do this too, right? You want to convey that you're super confident. So you only share um, content that shows that confidence. Um, We also see on the opposite side of the spectrum, like people wanting to prove that they are vulnerable. I need to prove that I'm real and I'm authentic and I'm vulnerable. So I'm going to share this picture of me crying. But how authentic is that? Like, what are you going to do in the middle of crying? Take a picture of yourself and then post it on social media. What the fuck is that? Right? So what you're seeing on social media is not real life. These are not the lives of the people that you are looking up to. These are just highlight reels, snippets. You're probably only seeing like 5% of their life. And in the meantime, you are killing your self-esteem with comparisonitis. And that's not the only thing. Comparisonitis is the ultimate killer of potency. Potency being the medicine that you have to offer. Potency being your unique gifts, your unique voice, your unique essence, who you be beneath all the masks and the facades. Comparisonitis kills all of that. You are obsessed with what everyone else is doing when you need to focus on what you are here to do and who you are here to be. You're fixated on the numbers and the optics and how you're perceived when you need to be focused on the people that you're here to serve and you're sacrificing integrity for the likes when you need to be embracing your potency and sharing your truth. And for what? For the dopamine hits. Now the good news, the good news is that there, this, this addiction to social media is an addiction that you can break. And as promised, I want to share with you six steps to break your addiction with social media. So step number one, and this is like seriously non-negotiable, take a seven day minimum break from social media to reset your system. And when I say system, I mean like your nervous system, your emotional system, all your systems you need a major reset. So take a seven day minimum social media break. And if you think you can't, because you're going to lose the algorithm or people are going to miss you or your business is going to suffer. Let me tell you as someone who has taken breaks as long as one month, no one's going to fucking miss you. Okay. (laughs) They've got too much other shit going on in their feeds, too many other distractions to say, Oh shit, I miss Ruby in my feed. Like they won't even fucking notice and your business will go on. So step one, take a minimum seven day break from social media. Step two, during this time on your break, you need to give yourself what you need to fulfill your esteem needs and your need for love of love and belonging from the inside out. So instead of seeking it through social media and the validation of others, how can you fulfill your own esteem needs? 
how can you fulfill your own needs for love and belonging? So journal, even if you're not a journaler, just journal, journal your feelings, journal what's coming up to you because coming up for you, because during this time, I'm sure that a lot of shit's going to come up for you. Write, write just to write with no expectation to share it on your social media. Just let yourself flow. Spend time with people that you love, people who love you. Do things that bring you joy. Spend time outdoors. Give yourself the opportunity, like a real opportunity to return to your truth and reclaim your potency during this time. So that's step number two. Step number three is when you do return to social media, and this is mandatory, unfollow or mute anyone who triggers your insecurities or feelings of comparisonitis to rise. Now, when I say unfollow or mute, unfollow would be the stronger option. Usually people will opt for mute because they feel bad about unfollowing, but who gives a shit if looking at their content doesn't make you feel good, just fucking unfollow them. Okay. Again, they most likely will not notice that you have not, you've stopped following them. You need to clear out your online space because your online space is still your energetic space and energy is everything. So unfollow, mute, anyone who triggers your insecurities or feelings of incomparisonitis to come up, any, anyone whose content makes you feel like shit about yourself. And also realize this, it's not the other person that is actually triggering you. It's not the other person who is making you feel like shit. It's your own shit being projected to the surface because of what you see in them. Okay. But it'll be great for you to just clear that space so that you can have sovereignty of your feed. Step number four, and this is really important, set boundaries for your time on social media and be highly, highly, highly intentional with the time that you spend online. So what I mean by that boundaries can be anything like I'm only going to be on social media from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. every day, or I'm only going to check my social media three times a day for 15-minute blocks. Um, Just set boundaries for your time on social media so that you don't just go to social media to scroll to pass time. And then when you go on social media, be super intentional with that time. So if you say, oh, I need to go on social media right now to check something, then make that intention. I am going on social media right now for the next 15 minutes to check on my posts and engage with anyone who engaged on my posts. There you go. There's an intention. And once you've completed that, get the fuck off social media. Okay. Um, Step number five is, so now you're back on social media. You're setting these boundaries. You've unfollowed and muted a bunch of people. Start taking one day off of social media per week. And I say one day minimum, start taking one day off every single week, non-negotiable. I like to think of this like fasting. So when we fast regularly, we are offering our digestive system a much needed break. Um, And days off social media also offer your nervous system the break that it needs. Okay. So start taking one day off per week off of social media. And then number six, and this is crucial. And this is what I'm talking about at the beginning. You've got to be aware of your addiction and how easily it can become triggered. 
just because you break the addiction by following these six steps doesn't mean that the addiction won't be triggered to come back into your life at some point. Because again, social media is built to trigger addiction. It's built to fuel addiction. So anytime that you feel those feelings of addiction arise, or you notice yourself breaking your own boundaries and spending more time scrolling than you really want to take another week off of social media to reset. And again, no one's going to fucking miss you. Just take that time to yourself. The more detached that you become from this addiction, the more you're going to begin to feel your potency and experience your truth. And what you really, really need to understand is that your audience doesn't want another cookie cutter leader to look up to. They don't want to be appeased. They want to see you and feel you and your authenticity, your truth, your potency acts as auto filtration to filter out the, those who are not meant to be in your community and to attract those who are being your potent self is truly the most powerful way to curate a real community, a community that truly aligns with you and your work and your message and your presence. And isn't that what you want? Right? Because if we just continue to obsess over the numbers, then all we're doing is diluting ourselves. You know, we're sacrificing our truth, our integrity, our potency just to get bigger numbers. Like, come on. Leadership isn't about that. Leadership is about the impact that you have on the people that you're here to serve. So follow these six steps to break your habit of social media, your addiction, sorry, to social media and start becoming super aware of the ways in which you use social media, how you're using social media, why you're using social media, the time that you spend on social media and the addiction that you do have. Now, Again, I, I dive in this, into this topic in greater detail in my book, Potent Leadership, Drop the Mask, Ignite the Real You, and Reclaim the Leader Within. Now, so exciting. Like, I, I literally, like, I can't believe this is fucking happening, but pre-sales for the book open next week. That's a Monday, June 28th. And if you get on the book wait list or are already on it, thank you, you will receive three bonus activation audios plus free access to three online training sessions that I will be hosting live. Plus your name will be entered to win a one-on-one -on -one coaching and mentorship session with me. So get on the book waitlist at www.potentleadership.com or text Hashtag potent leadership to one seven eight one three three six zero one six zero. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for your support with this book. It, it's been such a journey to write this and write this during, uh, I mean, a time when leadership is truly being challenged in our world. Um, I'm so excited to share the message with you. And I really, I really feel you're going to dig it. So get on the book waitlist. And as I mentioned in the intro, make sure you stock up on the cleanest, purest CBD products out there, riaorganics.com. Just enter the discount code A6 at the checkout for 15% off. 
And again, let me remind you, I don't just sign up to be an ambassador or an affiliate for all products. You've probably never heard me offer anything like this on my podcast. And I'm like 200 and something episodes in. I chose to become an affiliate for Raya Organics because I believe so much in their products and it's truly like the best CBD products out there. So get your 15% off, use the discount code A6 and those links and more will be on in the show notes. So be sure to check that out. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Potent Truth, where I am taking you on a journey to challenge illusion and lead with sovereignty. Please, please, please download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. Every single download, every single rating, every single review helps get Potent Truth out to more leaders around the world. And be sure to connect with me on social media at I am Ruby. My favorite places to hang out are Instagram and Twitter. And of course, you can join me on Telegram, rubyfremont.com forward slash Telegram. And final reminder, don't forget to get on the wait list for my upcoming book, Potent Leadership. Just head to potentleadership.com. Now that's it for today. Make sure that you check back on Monday for a brand new episode of potent truth.